Hey everybody, and welcome back in to the Direct Selling Accelerator podcast. I'm your host, Sam Hind, and today I'm quitting Facebook. That's right, you heard me correctly. I'm going to talk to you about having some balance in your world because let's face it, Facebook, social media, as much as it might be powerful for our business, it's also a time-sucking device. It can be something that takes us away from our family, takes us away from other things that we should be doing in our business, taking us away from relationships that we should be focusing on and building, and most importantly, takes us away from having quality us time. How many times have you jumped onto Facebook or Instagram to do some stuff for work only to find yourself hours later, well and truly down the rabbit warren and wondering what on earth happened with your time? And when you stop and you really think about how you're feeling in that moment, your head is going to be buzzed, your mind is going to be numbed, and you are definitely regretting having wasted all of that time mindlessly scrolling when in actual fact you've got so much stuff on your plate right now. Is this sounding at all familiar? I hazard a guess for many of you it is. And you know, I used to feel really frustrated because I would see this trend going on. Over the last few years, there was a bit of a Facebook quitting trend. You saw it, you heard it, you know where people said, that's it, I'm going to have a break from social media. And if you were anything like me, you were thinking, well, that's all good and well enough for you, but I have a business to run and I don't get that luxury as much as I would like to have some time for myself. So I got thinking about this concept and I realized something. I caught myself a few weeks ago doing the mindless scroll, which got worse, I've got to say, when Reels came out. And I thought to myself, do you know, it's really funny because I can still actually quit social media. I can still quit Facebook and run my business. And I came up with five hot tips I want to share with you right now. If you are feeling a little like me and you recognize that you need to have a little bit more of a balance in your world, a little bit more downtime and a little bit less time wasted on social media, but you also know you need to manage your business at the same time, well, I'm going to share with you five really simple ways that you can do this effectively. And this is going to be a super quick episode. So get your pen and paper ready. I want you to pump these ideas down because if you can benefit from having a little bit of quiet time like me, then I know these tips are going to be really great for you as well. So let's get ready, set, go, and let's dive on in. So number one is this. If you go to Facebook or Instagram through your personal feed, I guarantee you, I don't care how clever you are, how productive you are, at some point you're going to get sucked in and here's why. Facebook and Instagram know more about you than you know about yourself. And those platforms are designed to be addictive. They're designed to get your attention. So if you try to navigate to your groups, your business pages, etc., utilizing your personal profile, you are playing a dangerous game. I guarantee from time to time you'll get drawn in and before you know it, you'll be asking yourself the question that I've caught myself asking many times, which is, what was I doing again? So, Here's what I recommend that you do. Use 
an external platform or use the Facebook business suite. So if you're using your mobile device to manage your social media, you can get a second app on your phone, which is completely free, provided by Facebook called Business Suite. And this completely bypasses your personal profile. This will mean that you don't get sucked in to all of that feed that you would otherwise see when you go through the Facebook app itself. The other thing is there are some other tools in Business Suite that you won't get access to in your personal profile anyway, things like scheduling, etc. So that's number one. You can either use Business Suite or I did make mention of external platforms. If you haven't heard yet, we have just released a brand new platform called Oxano Social. This is a scheduling platform that means you don't have to go to your Facebook business page, to your groups in order to schedule your content in advance. And this brings me to tip number two, and that is schedule ahead of time. The reason this matters so much is, yes, of course, life happens. And if you're not scheduling your content ahead, you will get busy. You won't be strategic. You'll be posting on the fly and you'll lose sight of your objective. Yes. But the other reason that scheduling ahead of time is so important is because your time is so important. So here's how I like to do it. I like to spend two, maybe three hours once every week. Sometimes I'll do this fortnightly if I just can't get the time. And what I'll do is I'll schedule my posts one or two weeks ahead. I'll use a platform. Obviously, Oxano Social is by far my favorite, but I will schedule my posts ahead of time. This means that I don't have to worry. My posts are in, they're done, they're dusted, and I do that for my business pages and my groups. Now, do I still post some content on the fly? Well, ordinarily, yes. But while I'm having a little bit of a social media detox, I might schedule just a little bit more content than I normally would so I can have that quality time away from being in the platform every single day. So my recommendation to you is schedule your posts ahead. Do it in a block. So just have in your calendar two, maybe three hours once a week. Do it at a time where you know you can get a bit creative and have some fun with it. I like to make this some fun time. So for me, I like to do it on a Friday after I sort of wrap up all of my other work. I might even from time to time do our team Friday night drinks and actually sit down and plan out my content for the next couple of weeks and away I go. And then I don't have to worry about it for the next week. I'm good. So scheduling ahead is a really important thing to do. Now, I get asked by people, should I be scheduling every day? And the thing is, you just can't guarantee you're going to be in the right mindset, meaning that, you know, again, life happens and and you you get busy, you get your big to-do lists, you know, life kind of throws you around a little bit. And the thing about your social media content is it does need to be strategic. You do need to get yourself into two different mindsets, to be perfectly honest. You've got your strategic planning, which needs to be done separately to your creative planning, which is where you're going to sort of think outside that square and think about how am I going to connect with my audience in a unique and different way. So when I schedule my content, I like to sometimes move away 
from my normal desk space. The reason being is that at my desk where I am at the moment, I'm usually thinking quite logically. I'm, I'm really planning things out. I'm being quite strategic. So when I need to get into a creative mindset, I move away from here. I'll go sit at a different table or even move to a different room. Sometimes I'll even go outside with a piece of paper and a pen and really think outside the box. This is why your scheduling time is good sometimes to do in a block when you can, if you need to, take yourself away from your normal working environment. So that's tip number two. So tip number one was use either the business suite or an external scheduling platform. So you're not tracking through your personal profile. Tip number two was schedule ahead of time. Now, the next one sort of goes alongside of that, and this is really super important. I've just touched on it, and that is to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're going to have those moments where you go, forgotten to do something really important, or, oh, I just don't know if what I'm doing is going to work. Yep, the stuff you're doing on social media, you're always going to be trialing and testing things. But where it goes wrong is when you're not observing what's happening. It's where you're not actually having a look at what worked the week before, what's working this week, and what you're going to roll out next week. It's where you don't stop and consider who is my tribe? How am I going to build a relationship with them? And those two questions that we tell you to ask yourself often, what keeps them up at night? Meaning what are, what problems in life do they want to solve? What do they care about? And of course, what gets them up in the morning, which means what do they value? What's important to them? What are they interested in? So when you know the answer to those two questions, it's going to help you be a lot more strategic about what you're doing. But I would take that one step further write out a plan. I actually love to butcher's paper this. I've got a whiteboard next to my desk and I love to sit down and actually plan this out ahead. Have a look at, you know, what is my current objective with my customers? What is my current plan with my business? What are my goals right now and how am I going to go about achieving them? And then I have a look at what content I could be putting out there to help me achieve this. What are some of the ways that I could do that relationship building. So when I go to schedule my content in, I have got a solid plan to move ahead. I'm going to include this strategy, this strategy, this strategy. So it might be I'm going to engage with people. I'm going to do a lead magnet. So I'm going to generate some leads in. Um, I'm going to do something that provides massive value. I'm going to interact with people by sharing, you know, a little story get strategic about it, but plan it out first. Don't fall into the trap of I'll just figure it out at the time. That is silly zone and you will end up in trouble if you do that. So that's number three. So that is uh, have a plan. Now, the next one is actually more the personal switching off bit now. So the next two, uh, the last two, are how do you quit Facebook? So how do you make sure that your brain is present. How I look, I'm going to throw it out there, guys. I have caught myself that many times over the last couple of years getting cross with my kids for being on their phones only to catch myself doing exactly the same thing. Or, you know, you know, when you sort of get caught up doing something on your phone at home and you've got someone talking to you and you realize, oh my goodness, I'm totally being rude right now. And you're thinking, I'll just quickly finish this message. I'll just quickly finish checking this post. I'll just quickly finish. No, this is why I think from time to time we actually have to quit social media and be present with our family, be present with ourselves. So here are the two things that I do. And I 
have to be really, really disciplined with these. The first one is one that I implemented about five years ago, and it's the best thing I ever did for myself and my family. And that was, I no longer keep my mobile phone in my bedroom. I actually had someone said to me yesterday, we were talking about the book, The 5am Club, written by Robin Sharma, which is the next one on our Rise Up Inner Circle book list. We're going to read this one together as a group. And this person said to me, Sam, the best thing you can ever do is just get up that little bit earlier and really take care of yourself. And I'm thinking, I'd love to do this. Yes, this is great. I said, the problem is I don't keep an alarm in my bedroom. He said, what do you mean? I was like, my mobile phone simply doesn't live in my bedroom anymore. It doesn't even live in the next room. It lives on the other side of the house on charge every night best thing I ever did. And every time I tell someone about this, they're like, wow, that, you know, what a good, what an interesting concept. What a great idea. And I'm thinking it's interesting that it doesn't occur to more people to do, but there's a few things to this. I was catching myself question. Do you do this? I was catching myself. If I woke up in the middle of the night, tapping my phone just to see if I had any notifications. So I get up to go to the bathroom or, or get a drink of water tap my phone, see something important. And of course, then I'm wide awake. I'm worried, I'm stressing, or I'm excited or I'm whatever it is. I would suddenly be fully alert and aware of whatever was going on. And social media doesn't stop. So that was the first reason I stopped. The second one was that our phones, of course, are energetic, right? Now, we're not going to go down too much of a weirdo rabbit warren here right now. So if you don't believe in all of this sort of stuff, that's fine. But it is actually a device. It's giving off energy. And on top of that, we all know that blue light is not good for our brainwaves when we're trying to wind down. So... For all of those reasons and many more, I decided that was it. My phone needed to live in a different room of the house at night. So at nine o'clock at night, and I I would like to start committing to doing that earlier. So that's my personal challenge. But at nine o'clock at night, phone goes on airplane mode. It goes in another room of the house. Now I'll take that another step further. I also ensure that the first thing I do when I get up is not look at my phone That has got harder over the years, I will admit, because we now do a lot of work in other time zones. So I know that when I wake up in the morning, it's likely I've got a lot of emails and messages I need to deal with that have come through the night. But I'm really strict with myself on this and I make sure that I don't check my phone until I'm ready to leave for work. And the reason for this is because, again, I want to get up and start my day right. I want to start my day by being present by allowing my body and my mind to wake up without blue light and all of those things, without the buzzing of the to-dos, I just want to be able to spend that time with my family before we all get on with our day. And that brings me to the very last tip here, and that is to be strict with yourself and the times that you spend on social media. So my best tip here when it comes to managing your business page, because you probably picked up on the fact that I said a few times that you want to have, you you don't want to be jumping on it every day, but you're probably wondering, well, how am I going to interact with people that interact with my posts? And that's a great question because this is important, right? You don't want to post and run. This is one of the things we tell you not to do. So you want to be present on your page, hopefully every 24 to 48 hours so that you can check your messages, check your notifications, interact with people, but you don't want to be a slave to your social media either. So how do you do both? Well, There's a couple of ways. First way is if you want to truly have a break, you could get somebody else to help you manage your page just for a short period of time. That's one option. 
If that option is not one that will work for you, and I totally hear you because I like to be present on my own pages and groups to make sure that I'm personally there nurturing our members. And that's important to me because it's a commitment I made to them. So how do I do that whilst taking time away? Here's what I do. I actually set a timer. I will give myself five, maybe 10 minutes each day. I set the timer and in that time, I am getting in, checking my notifications, checking my messages and then getting out. That's it. I quickly go in, I comment, I make sure that people know that I'm paying them attention, that I'm not ignoring them, but then I get out and I get on with what I've got to do. That way I am not tempted to watch the reel or check my feed or do any of those things. Do you know, I've noticed that as I've practiced these things over the last couple of years, I'm actually posting a whole lot less on my personal profile. In fact, people will say to me, oh, Sam, did you see the video I put up the other day? Or did you see, you know, what we got up to? Or how did you not know we were in Queensland? And do you know, there's a part of me that feels a little bit guilty, but another part of me that feels a little bit proud when I say to them, actually, I really don't use my personal profile at the moment. I'm having some time away, but I know I'm not neglecting my business, my clients, my groups by the same token. So I don't feel bad about that. So that is a super quick little, I quit Facebook hot tips episode for you. I'm going to quickly run through those hot tips again in case you missed any, because I'd love to see you taking some more time out. Here's the thing. I know Facebook, Instagram, social media in general is overwhelming. It is designed to grab your attention and yet we are less and less available to our families. We are less and less um, present with our families and with ourselves. And so I really want to encourage you, um, there is a way to do social media well, but still have that time out to not be a zombie to your tech. So as I would say to my teenagers all the time, stop zombieing out on me. So those five tips really quickly, use the tools available to you. You've got Business Suite, which will bypass your personal profile. You've got Oxano Social, a platform that we've provided to you, which by the way, we currently have a free two-week trial available. That will not last much longer. So we'll put that in the show notes for you as well. So you can get access to that if you want to trial it out. But use those tools available to you and schedule uh, your content ahead. That was tip number two. Schedule in advance. So plan out two to three hours once a week to do that. The next one was to plan, have a plan. So know what you're going to be posting and when you're going to be doing it and be super strict with your time. So time yourself, allocate. 10, 15 minutes once a day tops to get in, check your notifications, check your messages and make sure that you are paying attention and relationship building with those interacting, but you're not going down that rabbit hole. And last but not least, create some boundaries for yourself. For me, it was not having my phone in the bedroom at all. For you, it might just simply look like, hey, my phone goes on airplane mode at seven o'clock at night. Whatever that is for you, give it a little go see how you find it. I'd love to hear your feedback. Most importantly, of course, though, if you love this episode and you'd love to do more with us, 
make sure that you subscribe. And in addition to that, if you want more learning and more support, we've got a Facebook group called Social Media for Direct Sellers with Greg and Sam. We jump in there every week. We have got tons of resources, downloadable cheat sheets, tips, and Facebook and Instagram updates to keep you on top of what's going with social media for your business. We want to help you grow your business, but most importantly, we want to help you build relationships that last so that you've got a long-term growing business, a long-term growing team, and we look forward to seeing you inside of that group. It is completely free. We'd love to have you join us in there. We'll put the link to that in the show notes as well, or you can find us by simply going to Facebook and searching for social media for direct sellers with Greg and Sam. But that's it from me for now. I hope that this has been helpful for you. And we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now. If you love this video and you would love more help to improve your direct selling business on social media, then click on the link to join our Facebook group. I look forward to seeing you in there.